Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. So, if you're taking notes, if you're taking notes, uh, write down the word thoughts. T-H-O-U-G-H-T, thoughts. I want to slow down for a minute. I want to lay before you actually four thoughts. Uh, the fourth one I was reminded of this morning when I was reading. So just write down allegory, parable. And between parable and little and historical, if you're taking notes, put the word myth. If you're taking notes. So I want to give you four thoughts about the book of Jonah. I said a moment ago, either you believe it or you don't believe it. Now, depending on the way you read Jonah will determine if you believe Jonah or not. Depending on the way you read Jonah will determine if you believe the validity of what's written in the book of Jonah. There are primarily four ways that people read the book of Jonah. Some people read the book of Jonah as an allegory. Can y'all say allegory? Allegory. So an allegory is a story. An allegory is a story, a song, a movie. Uh, some pieces of art are allegories. If you take a story or a movie or a song that's an allegory, there's a story and a storyline with hidden messages, a hidden message or hidden messages. So an allegory is a story with hidden messages. Some modern day allegories are Pilgrim's Progress. Anybody read that by John? Many Christians have read Pilgrim's Progress. Animal Farm by George Orwood. Is that still required reading in the school system? No? Okay. The Tortoise and the Hare. Yes? That's an allegory. The Chronicles of Narnia is an allegory. The Lord of the Rings, allegory. The Scarlet Letter, allegory. Moby Dick, allegory. Many songs are allegories. Back from my day, before most of y'all were born, um, Don McLean wrote a song entitled American Pie. Bye, bye, Miss American Pie. I drove my Chevy to the levee. <laughs> And the levee was dry. Good old boy was drinking tea and coke. So Don McLean wrote that song after Buddy Holly tragically died. Buddy Holly was one of the original rock and roll stars and icons and all that. Buddy Holly met an uh, early demise, many people believe, because of the lifestyle he was living. As a result of that, Don McLean wrote the song American Pie in 1969. So if you go back and look at the culture of what was happening in 1969, you can see that song was filled with allegory. And then a little bit later, the Eagles came along and they wrote Hotel California. Now I know that a lot of people say, well, that's a song about Satanism and, um, and Anton LaVey and all that. And, all these years, the Eagles have denied that. But what's undeniable is this. If you, if you don't do it right now, if you go back and read the lyrics of Hotel California, it's obviously referring to culture of that day. 
about how culture was shifting so so quickly in the late 60s and early to mid 70s. And so those were just some of the songs you listen to are allegories. So an allegory is a song or a story or a movie maybe that has a hidden meaning. So if you read, some people read Jonah as an allegory and an allegory. It's a nice story and it has some hidden meanings in it. And then some people read Jonah as a parable and a parable only, like parables that, that Jesus spoke in the Bible. And so um, I don't read it as a parable. Um, if you look at the parables that Jesus spoke, well, the first a parable, a parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. Right, right, right. Jesus often taught in parables. He would tell a story that everybody was familiar with. A certain woman lost a coin. Well, how many, how many women have lost coins? Or cell phones? <laughs> in the last 30 minutes, last hour. And so... But if you look at Jonah, it's only 47 verses long. Parables are much shorter if you look at, if you look at the pattern of parables. All the parables, none of them came close to 47 verses. And then in parables, Jesus never put a, an actual name in a parable. Jesus would speak a parable, something like this. A certain man had two sons. That certain lady lost a coin. A man did this. A boy did that. The kingdom of heaven is like. And so... If you look at the parables that Jesus spoke, he never put a person's name in there. In Jonah, there's a person's name, Jonah. So some read Jonah as an allegory, hidden meaning. Some read it as a parable. It's an earthly story. It's got a lot of heavenly meanings in it, like Jonah represents Israel, and the, 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 the guys, the sailors represent, you know, man, uh, un unsaved man and all that. Uh, so people read... Jonah as a parable. The third one that I didn't put up there, and I was reminded of this morning, thank you, ma'am, is myth. Uh, myth, fiction. Well, some people read Jonah as a myth. It's a fictional story. It's a nice, cute little story, but it's just made up. And so, so a lot of people read Jonah that way, those three ways, allegory, parable, or myth. And then I read Jonah as literal and historical. I read Jonah, that Jonah was a literal historical man, that Jonah lived in a literal historical age and time, and that God literally spoke to a literal man named Jonah, and then you read the rest of the story. Um, I was talking to somebody this past weekend. Um, when, when higher criticism um, bombarded the world, higher criticism were like supposedly real smart people that went to, uh, to study the Bible over in Germany. Uh, they came away not believing the first three chapters of Genesis. In fact, some of them came away not believing the first 11 chapters of Genesis. But the smart people that went away to Germany and studied the Bible. And then, and then that is called higher criticism. So higher criticism in the late 1800s, early 1900s, made its way across the Atlantic Ocean into America and to American seminaries. And so for a generation, and then by that time you had, um, 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 what's the guy's name? Darwin. Uh, Darwin, Darwinism and all that. And so then even in Baptist seminaries, there were Baptist professors teaching the theory of evolution and they were teaching pastors who were going to be trained to pastor churches. And so higher criticism crept in the church from Germany across the sea into America and probably the two most targeted books of the Bible from higher criticism are the first 11 chapters of Genesis in the book of Jonah. Higher critics read Jonah as allegory, parable, or myth, 
They do not read it as literal, literal and historical. I read it as literal and historical. Primarily because I believe 2 Timothy 3.16. That all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And say, so well, God could have inspired a parable. God inspired parables in tell. Okay, well, what about, I do you one better now, okay? Jesus was ministering in Matthew 12. And the religious crowds around, and they said, give us a sign that you are who you say you are. This is a, a quick paraphrase. Oh, you want a sign? Like, you want a sign for me to prove to you I am who I say I am? Yeah, give us a sign. All right, here's a sign. Just as Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights, so must the Son of Man three days and three nights be in the heart of the earth. Let me ask you a question. Did Jesus believe in the historicity of Jonah? Yes. Did Jesus believe that the book of Jonah was authentic? Yes. So I'm just saying if Jesus believed in the authenticity of what I call historicity of Jonah, that's good enough for me. Now watch this. So now, how you read Jonah, how you read Jonah, watch this. How you read Jonah reflects your heart. And really, how you read Jonah is a reflection of what you think about Jesus. Because if Jesus said there was a real Jonah, and you doubt there was a real Jonah, you doubt the very word of Jesus, and how can you doubt the word of Jesus and believe John 3.16? So I read Jonah literally and historical. Those are four thoughts. 